right, everybody, let's do this. It's an all-vinyl episode. Make me a deal and make it good for me. I won't get full of myself, so I can't afford to be. This is small-town music. This is big-town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song. Everybody. Welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. This is your Monday quarantine bonus episode. And tonight we're going all vinyl, analog, no digital, no files, no CDs, no MP3s, straight up analog. And we're doing uh, other than the theme song. We're doing all 45s. You heard the needle drop. It wasn't perfect. But, uh, but I tried. I am, uh, all the songs will start at the beginning, too. I'm set up in the, uh, I'm set up in the TV room downstairs. And uh, it's very uncomfortable because I'm, I'm sitting on like a piano bench. I'm sitting sideways. So like the mic's to my left and the turntable is to my right. And that's how we're doing this thing. They take the needle off the record or it's going to go into the, uh, into the uh, label. Song Away by Hockey. That's what we use as the theme song. It's track five on side one. So tricky. A little bit tricky to get that uh, queued up. But we did it. All right. So a listener uh, sent me an email. And the listener's name is Travis Hoffman. And Travis is from... Uh, Canada. I'm just looking at the package he sent me. He asked me if I, if, uh, if he could send me, uh, you know, some 45s. He said, do you want some 45s? I have a ton of 45s. Maybe you could do a, play them on a vinyl episode sometime. And I said, yes, uh, yeah, you can send me some 45s. Uh, you know, I wasn't, I, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't think much about it. I just said, yeah, you can send me some 45s. And then he said, well, how many do you want? And I'm, I, I didn't know what to say to that. So I just said, uh, I don't know, uh, 10? Send me 10? I don't know. So uh, he sent me way more than 10. I haven't counted them. I got to assume there's 30 here. He sent me a letter. Big, uh, nice letter. Big, long letter. Let me read it. You know how good I am at reading. Hi, Pat. Here's the 45s I promised. Hope you enjoy. Tried to pick a mix of... Uh, let's see. I can't read that word. I'm going to say tunes. Tried to pick a mix of tunes that would fit with the show, a mix of new and familiar uh, Canadian content, super sounds of the 70s, and some ballsy B-sides, etc. Then uh, he, has, um, he has his thoughts on each one. So as I play them, I'll try to uh, dig into some of his thoughts. And some I might just, uh, I might just flip it over, play the B-side, like a DJ like a DJ would. And then he ends his letter with, uh, hope you enjoy. I can send more if you want. Let's see how this is, uh, let's see how this is, uh, this goes. Let's see if people like it. And then certainly, you can send me more. Uh, thanks for all the good times and tunes. And then uh, Travis Hoffman. So first of all, Travis Hoffman, you're getting credit for, you know, 
for the playlist today. It's all an all Travis Hoffman playlist other than the theme song. And then I'm just going to go willy nilly in here. I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to pick something out, see what I got. And then, uh, and then we'll play it. But you know what I have to do first? I have to do, uh, I have to change the, the belt on the turntable so that it'll play a 45. So I'm going to do that. So I'm going to be over on, over here. So I don't know if you'll be able to hear me. I'll, I'll try to talk while I'm doing it. Is that fun? I don't know. All right, I'm turning the turntable off with my right hand. Left hand is on the microphone. Right hand is on the turntable. All right, I'm pull, I, just, I pulled the long play off. I pulled the long play off right now. And now I'm going to switch the belt. I don't think I've ever played a 45 on this unit before. I've never played a 45 on the unit before. I call it a unit. Some people call it a turntable, but for some reason, I, I'm not good with words tonight. All right, and I put that little uh, little thing in the middle. What do you call it? Spindle? What do you call that thing? 45 adapter? 45 revolutions per minute, right? RPM? Revolutions per minute? All right. Let me, I'm just going to reach in here. Now, I don't know if I read... Do I, do I play the song first and then read what he wrote? Why not? That's what I'm going to do. Now, remember, there'll be no audio drop-ins tonight. I don't, I don't have a computer hooked up other than the computer that we're recording on. All right. I'm going to drop the needle on this one. Uh, I will tell you a little bit about it, then you guys can try to guess what we're going to get. It's on Casablanca Records. It came out in 1978. It was written by Russ Ballard. And uh, that's all I'm going to tell you. I couldn't get it on. I couldn't get it on the adapter. Very tight adapter. This is Breaking Bad already. What if it won't go? Is this a Canadian? Oh, oh no! There we go. I got it. Okay. Hey, Travis, that sounded real good. I liked it. Uh, of course, it's Ace Freely. It's New York Groove, written by Russ Ballard, produced by Eddie Kramer. That was awesome. It sounded really good, too. The vinyl sounded great. All right, I got to take it off. 
this this is where this is where the uh, this is where the downside is going to come right as I turn away from the mic to take it off. I didn't really know any other way to set this up though, so this this is how it has to be. That was uh, Ace Freely. Of course, that's definitely the most popular uh, single to come out of those uh, those Kiss albums, the Kiss solo albums. Probably made uh, everyone mad in the band that Ace, who thought Ace would have the hit. All right, coming up next, got another 45. Oh, and I forgot to read what Travis wrote about the Ace Freely single. He said, Ace Freely, why not? You need an Ace in this deck. I agree with you. I agree. He also put his uh, he also put his notes in alphabetical order, so it's easy for me to uh, to find what I'm looking for. So let me see this next. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, here's what he says about this next 45. I love both of these songs. Might be my favorite. I'm gonna have to say it. Manilow 45. So let's uh, let's hear some Barry Manilow. This one came out in 1979. Arista Records. Produced by Barry Manilow and Ron Dante. Engineered by Michael DeLug. And it was written by Ian Hunter from Mott the Hoople. Let's listen. Father's Day tomorrow. And Happy Father's Day. played around on the sand. Winter cold cut the air hanging still everywhere. Dressed in gray, did he say hold my hand? I said love's easier when it's far. All right, I did not know that Ian Hunter wrote that song. So I'm learning. Raise your hand if you knew. David Wilde probably knew. Aaron Kahn knew for sure. All right, we're going to do another one. I'm socially distancing myself from this microphone. All right, this next one is on Polydor Records. Came out in 1978. A lot of, a lot of, we're in the 70s right now. Polydor Records. The flip side is silent treatment. That clock's in at five minutes and 20 seconds. Who cares? But this is the single. I'll tell you the band. It's the Atlanta Rhythm Section. And then at home, you can try to guess what the song is. 
section imaginary lover haven't heard that song for a while what did travis say about it or did i already read what he said about it now i'm getting confused oh he said imaginary lover i've always found to be a relaxing groove i gotta agree with him now we're hearing some uh, authentic pops and crackles on some of these it looks like these came out of a jukebox because the, you know the little cards that, uh, that are on the front of a jukebox and that way you know what uh, song you're picking? These, are, uh, these little cards are in with these 45s. All right, we're going to do some Canadian rock right now. This is uh, produced by Ted Templeman and Jeff Hendrickson. This comes from 1988. This is a, a rock and roll band called Honeymoon Suite. And which one am I going to play? I don't know if I know, I don't know either one of these sides, but Travis says, Honeymoon Suite, more solid Canadian rock. And he says, tears on the page, uh, what do he say? Tears on the page is a decent ballad. Okay, I don't know this song. So we will uh, definitely play it through the chorus. Honeymoon Suite, let's see what happens. Bear with me, folks. Oh, there we go. Doesn't sound like a ballad so much. I got your letter. I get to listen to some more Honeymoon Suite because I only know a few songs, you know, the, uh, the songs that were on the radio here in America. But every time I hear some Honeymoon Suite, I enjoy it. So that was good. And Ted Templeman, he's a great producer. 
Excellent, Travis Hoffman. Maybe I'll try to remove some of these uh, pauses before I post it, but I might not. It's, you know, it's a bonus episode, so I might not. It seems like a lot of work. You don't want me to do that on Father's Day. What are you guys doing for Father's Day? Or what did you do yesterday? I got cookies made. And it's only, today's Saturday. It's the day before Father's Day. I already had cookies made. So, so far so good. Oh, we got someone joining us. And you got... What? You got a weight bench. Got a weight bench with no weights. The weights are coming. When? In mid-July. <laughs> I didn't know which kind you liked. I like heavy ones. Right. I like to bang weight around. Those aren't things you can just easily <laughs> return. So I, I let you pick That's those true. out. Uh, Pilar Alessandra from the On The Page podcast. Hi. How do we know each other? Mm, uh, mm. Gosh. Yeah, we're married. Do you, oh, you know, okay, so you know yeah. how you set up in the living room. Yes. So Rita, who was watching TV in the living room, yes. was told to go into our bedroom. Exactly. Where I was working. Right. Right. You shouldn't be working Saturday night. <laughs> It's relaxing. What's relaxing for you? To I get, believe that you think working is relaxing because you do it all the time. To get things off of my plate, mm -hmm. yes, on a Saturday where I can just start pecking off emails is relaxing, right? All right? So I'm in there, right? But then I had to leave the bedroom because according to Rita, she wanted to spread out. So mm. she goes, why don't you go on podcast with daddy? Because, you know, I want to spread out in our bed. If she falls asleep in there, then I'm going to be on the couch. Well, you know what? Father's Day night. <laughs> you deserve it because... Bullshit. Because BS. Everybody had to move and now I'm here. All right. Hi. Now, a guy from Canada, Travis Hoffman, sent me all these 45s. He's a nice guy. Now, what's weird is, I'm going to give you an example of what's weird. Like, I'm, I'm here talking and I'm going to put the 45 on, but now I'm, I'm over here. So, you're going to oh. have to, you have to fill in the dead air. Okay. Okay. I think when I talk, it is dead air. Mm, that could be, be like a true. hat on a hat. Well, you're you're in luck because Elton John is on, hey. is on MCA Records. What did Travis Hoffman say about the Elton John single? He says, "I love the title White Man Danger," and that is uh, that is this uh, this side uh, si this that side B. Something called Cartier is 53 seconds, and then we go into White Man Danger. But you know what, Travis? I'm going to play the A side because this is a song I really love. This is from 1980. It's written by Elton John and Tom Robinson. It's called, in, uh, in parentheses, it's called Satorial Eloquence. And then the title is Don't You Want to Play This Game No More. Do you know this song, Pilar? Nope. Nope. Um, talk. I love. I love that. Pilar, you got to talk. I am. I love the fact that this is a, a show about forty fives, and that he wrote his notes on ruler paper in longhand, which is when yeah he went old you, school. Well, yeah, the whole the whole show is old school, right? Forty so fives, and you know, look, these came from a these obviously came from a jukebox because these remember these little tabs that would be on the front of a jukebox. I'm not that old. You know what a jukebox is. Yeah. Yes. Here we go. Is this a bonus episode or is this a real This is a Monday episode? bonus episode. Uh, this is cool. It's, it's a little willy-nilly, though. Okay. Here we go. Elton John. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm here. Ooh. Ooh, I love the crackles. Ooh. They really pop. Yeah, the sound waves when it when it 
crackles like that makes a big you got the knack of being so laid back It's like talking to the great unknown You've got a self-sufficient swept-back hairdo Pretty certain that you've got it made Oh, your lifestyle show Close you chose sitting pretty in the masquerade. Sing it. Don't you wanna play this game no more? Don't you wanna play no more? Don't you wanna play this game no more? Don't you wanna play no more? All right, that's my favorite period of Elton John. I love the 80s Elton John. You Did you do? like that song? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. If push comes to shove, I would say I like 80s Elton John better than 70s Elton John. Ooh, that's pretty radical. Yeah, at me. Okay. <laughs> Everybody at me. You know, I don't... You're supposed to talk I don't, over here. Why? I, when you're over there... Just, I can hear you. You know what? So I, I hear the piano now with... Elton John stuff like I never heard before. Because why? Be- tell them why. Well, everybody knows I've been I've been teaching myself piano, right? And the the hardest stuff or the most interesting stuff to learn are, are the Elton John's songs because he just it's he chooses these interesting chords mm-hmm. and then also the chords don't make like always the most logical sense when you get from sort of one passage to another. And now just listening to him, it's it's so interesting. I don't I don't hear his voice right now. I just hear the piano. He's a cool dude. I'm try, I'm wondering if like most piano teachers would tell you that if you're gonna teach yourself piano, that jump right in with Elton John. <laughs> well, I'm doing it all backwards. That's why that is why I'm I'm loving this process. You're doing good though. You're doing great. Thank you. All right. This next band, it's an all female band. They're called Vixen. Okay. And they're from the 80s. And Travis says, you can't beat Marx and Waybill. That's Richard Marx and Fee Waybill, because uh-huh. they wrote the A-side, which is what I'm going to play, Travis. i got to be honest with you. I love this song. I, can't, I know you want the B-side, but I can't, I can't. You're not playing anything he asked you to no, play. No, I'm going to play stuff he asked me to play. <laughs> he says, but Cruisin' is a pretty good second song. I'll take your word for it. Maybe I'll play Cruisin' as the playout song. Okay. But right now we're going to hear edge of a broken heart okay and this you're not gonna like this at all all right i don't think you are maybe i'd like travis's pick since he sent your whole box and things written in longhand just enjoy this there's a crackle and a pop for you Thank you. 
like Ann Wilson and Pat Benatar had a baby. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, that woman from Vixen. I can't even look it up. I don't even know who sings it. I can't look it up because I, I don't got a computer in front of me. It's old school. It's so weird, though, that like that. Uh, did anything happen with that artist? I mean, you don't talk about Vixen. I don't remember Vixen. I feel bad. They were kind of just a one hit wonder. Yeah. Edge of a broken heart. But yeah, like if you pick up, if you bought a 45, it didn't, didn't have the, didn't have the names. You know, you just knew it was the band. You didn't know who the singer was or I'm going to set this to the side that Cruisin' will be our playout song by Vixen. I think I have like, I think I bought maybe like four 45s in my life. Do you remember what they were? To do run, run. Okay. <laughs> Sean, Sean Cassidy. Cass- our friend. <laughs> that was my first Our friend, guy. Sean Cassidy. Uh, Hot Child in the City, which I think we were just talking about. Nick Gilder. Um, what else? Oh, uh, I think it was from Greece. I think hopelessly devoted to you. Okay. These are (laughs) so far solid picks. (laughs) Oh my God. No, we're going to change it up from Vixen. We're going to go with Glenn Campbell. And this, uh, this label is cool. Universal Records. I've never seen this label before. This is the A side produced by Jimmy Bowen and Glenn Campbell, written by Harlan Howard. This is from 1989, 89 Glenn Campbell. And I've never heard the song. What does Travis say in his thoughts? He says, Glenn Campbell, she's gone, 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 shows Glenn in fine form for the late 80s. All right, see what happens. Okay. I, I mean, I remember Glenn Campbell, like his show in the 70s. Yeah. I remember watching that with my grandparents. You know, but I don't remember any '80s Glenn Campbell. Me neither. Let's find out. Maybe, maybe we'll know why. Well, she said if I ever deceived her, she'd be gone before I could count ten. I guess that I didn't believe her. I'll just look at the trouble I'm in. She's gone, 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 gone. Cry and won't bring her back. The more that I cry, the faster that pain flies. Farther across the sky. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I feel like, I feel bad because I think this is like a... And a nice little love letter from Travis just to rock solid. Yeah. I feel like I'm ruining it. I think he just wants... I need a second he voice here for a little bit. you and him together and, you know, hanging out. It's not, we're not, not dating. <laughs> you just sent me this... Uh, look, there's a love but letter. But look, here. they're, oh my they're God, all there's a, there's, It's like a box There's a of, dozen roses in here and can, <laughs> there's candy. It's like a box of history, though. That's what's Ooh, so amazing. I love amazing. that. I love that. It's a box of history. Well, it is. It's ah. like, like you can, I wish people could see it because, you know, it's all got the original wrapping and it's all like that kind of slightly. They're called sleeves, honey. Yes. Those sleeves. They're <laughs> I call in the them original wrappings. wrappings. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they're like slightly yellowed in places even. Mm-hmm, it's just. Mm-hmm. It's, they're worn. It's really cool. I, are you keeping these or. Are you renting them? Like how? Renting them? How does this? How does he this? He said work? he wanted to send me these. I, I I asked him in an email. I said, "Do I get to keep them? Yeah. I just don't want to listen to forty fives. It's a hassle." <laughs> just, it's 
one song and then you flip it over. That's why it's perfect for something like this. You're but the worst. What if I, I put a 45 on? I walk across the room. I sit down. Three minutes and 32 seconds later, I got to get up again. <laughs> I get my steps in that way. <laughs> Certainly get 10,000 steps in. Well, it was very, very nice of you. It's very nice of you, Travis. Uh, everyone I know named Travis is nice. Travis hmm. uh, Bickle. It's a guy named Bickle from oh, New York. That's funny. Yeah. Kennedy. All right, here we go. Jane Child. I don't know any of these songs. He says the A-side is terrible. What's the A-side? The A-side the A-side is called Welcome to the Real World. This is from 1989. He said that's terrible. So, I mean, No, don't play the terrible. <laughs> he said it's terrible. That, play the play the P U. It's a seagull no, stinker. Play, play the <laughs> side that he wants. <laughs> play the side he wants. Someone tells me something's terrible. I got to hear it. <sighs> All right. What did he say? What's the other side? Uh, Mr. Jones is a fun alt 90s jam from 1989. I got to hear this. I'll play both, but I, what do you want to hear? The good or the bad first? Play it's Father's Day. Play whatever you want. Okay. Let's say it's not, it's a day before Father's Day. Okay. I'll play the side that Travis said is good and then I'll flip it. That's what a DJ would do. Like in, you know, in the fifties. Okay. I'm going to flip it over and see yeah. what the B side's like. Do you think if you were like your age or younger in the 50s do you think that you would have been a dj like, no, do you think you would have had something to because i mean that's I the equivalent of what you do right right now is it yeah having a music podcast is like being a radio dj get to program my own show exactly you know i get to decide what the hits are take payola <laughs> i love payola it's great <laughs> so good that's kind of what travis did he sent me these for free play hey wonder if he manages all these artists and he sent me these with the candy and the flowers Okay, so the song that he says is good. Now I'm confused. Uh, okay, I'll play Mr. Hey Mr. Jones first. Okay. Then we'll flip it. Okay, so the bad one. Yeah, I have a feeling I'm not going to like either one of these. Oh, we just put it on. This is, this is chick music. Are you trying to get through the entire box? Um, I've no. only played a few songs so yeah, far. Yeah, that's... You don't have to stay for all the songs. Because that, that is true, and I will not. Keep talking. All right, I'm talking. I'm talking. Hey, Mr. Jones. Hey, Mr. Jones. There's been a couple Mr. Jones songs. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I wonder who Mr. Jones was. That mm. he got so many songs Something's, about him. Probably a great, probably a fine teacher that kids respected. <laughs> great Beatles. Little, little bangles. You said Beatles, I said bangles. You say tomato. I don't know when it starts, but it's not like I just, I can't move it along. You know what I mean? I like it. All right. Still like it? <laughs> I can tell by your face that you don't. Oh, I don't know if we're ever gonna get to lyrics. Oh, drugs. He's got control now. 
All right, I'm, I'm fading it down. It's a brutal attraction. All right, now I did not like that in, in well, one you know, bit. Well, you kept talking, so you didn't really listen. But I, I was listening. I. You respect I, I, it. I know. Mm, I have to say, I, I didn't love it either. It seemed a little like the stuff that I used to like make up uh-huh. with my. With my high school band. Okay, so that was the B-side. It clocks in at six minutes and 51 seconds. No wonder we couldn't get to any lyrics. And he said the A-side is terrible. This is called Welcome to the Real World. All right, people, we're, it's about to get real. You didn't like the first one, though. Right, and this is the bad one. Right. So let's, how bad could this oh, be? Oh, I don't know. This could be bad. basic songwriting it's like it really is that kind of stuff that like i'm angry yeah i'm telling you i'm just gonna like <laughs> gonna keep like yeah i'm saying things like yeah. that and have like really simple I, I, rhymes I but yeah, it doesn't I, I think we know why jane child isn't a household name oh that was jane child yeah who'd you think it was i don't know that wasn't the same person who was no never was mind. what no you know me i always get people mixed up who do you think it is I i'm just not know. Going to even say because I won't make fun of you. You will because I. It's awful. I'm like an 80 year old when it comes to oh, Travis is killing me names. with wanting to listen to all the B sides. Well, what is what is the next one? This is Lou Graham uh, from Foreigner. This is from his solo album. This is a. I, I have played the A side many many times. Well, you've played it many many times. And I'm going to tell people. I'm going to tell people what you're missing. You're missing Midnight Blue yeah, uh, yeah, on you vinyl. Played, you played it many many times. Let's hear that. Written by B-side. Lou Graham and, and Bruce Turgan. Okay, we're going to play the B side, which is Chain of Love. Okay. Now there've been a lot of Chain of Love songs too, yeah. right? Chain of Love, Chain of Fools. Chain of yeah, the chain. Yep, don't break it. Right, thoughts on that? Not not I, not your thing. Do I? Well, you know, it's foreigner. Well, it's not we we had a. It's, it's we not had a, foreigner. That's the lead singer of foreigner. It's a solo album. We had a moratorium on foreigner for a while too. There were a couple artists. Yeah, you that were I just, like, just like no, okay, you just came in the kitchen this, one day and you just no. said, "Hey, no more foreigner." <laughs> 
I'm like, what? <laughs> just every once yeah, in a while. Uh, no more foreign. Pat gets in such a loop with certain things that make me really ready to murder him that I just, sometimes I have to say no. And it's to save his life, really. All right. Well, this next one you're going to enjoy. Because what, what fruit is on that label? Apple. So what's, what do you think this is going to, this, this is a green apple on this label. Beetles. It's going to be Beatles related. Ooh, oh, because they, it was Apple Records. It's Apple Records. It's Beatles related. It's from 1974. This was your last bonus. And his, uh, and his, um, for this song, his note is just, why not? <laughs> just why not? Okay. You're going to like it. All right. You know it. I, okay. Okay. I, I'll like it. I'll know it. It's Green Apple. It's such a good theme song for our time right now. You know, whatever is getting you through, do that. Right? Drugs. Cookies. Cookies. That's uh, John Lennon with the Plastic Ono Nuclear Band. I always thought that was a Beatles song. Because I just don't know stuff. That's uh, John Lennon and Yoko. Didn't know. It's great. All right. Now, this is a band that I I, I rarely play on the show, and I I feel bad about it because everyone loves Los Lobos. Um, this is a double, uh, double a side with two covers. Both are from the La Bamba soundtrack. So, um, one's written by Richie Valens, both written by Richie Valens, of course. So I'm just going to choose one. Okay. Los Lobos. Los Lobos. Let's go for it. Everyone tells me I got to get into them. You should. And you know, you know, once you do get into them, you'll really get into them. Yeah. That was excellent. Yeah, well, you've heard that song. Well, yeah, because it uh, La Bamba is about Richie Valens, and they did all the music. Mm-hmm. So when Lou Diamond Phillips was lip syncing, I believe mm-hmm. he was, I believe he was lip syncing to La Bamba. I mean, to um, Los Lobos. I think. Don't at me on that. Yeah, because I don't know. But that sounds. It kind of sounds right. I just. I have this thing. I think there are so many talented actors who also sing or mm-hmm. act. 
act, female actors who also sing as well. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do they have to have a non-singing actor play a rock and roll biopic? Why? Maybe they just felt that Lou Diamond Phillips was the perfect casting, but maybe Lou Diamond Phillips can't. I think finding an someone who can sing, who can act, and then sing like the actual artist is almost sometimes impossible. No, I, I go completely the other you way. You think they could have found someone to play Freddie Mercury that could sing like Freddie yes, Mercury? in a heartbeat. I just, look, yes. it's Father's Day, so agree with me. <laughs> yeah, because actors really train, and they train in all fields and they you know they they work their voice and 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 their acting chops and stuff and you know he was basically cast with his teeth for for, for freddie mercury but didn't he wear fake teeth no i don't know he did something where he jutted things out but he, he kind of has that thing already you're very catty i'm it, it annoys me because also he was up for best actor yeah and when they even showed a, a best actor clip mm-hmm. uh for at the Oscars, yeah, they showed him singing, lip syncing, right. So how is that acting? You know, know what I mean. That's not those know. aren't he, even words that he's expressing uh, verbally. You're making David Gutierrez's day today because he uh, really he did not like the movie. Hey, thank you, David. I liked the movie. I just did not. I was not wowed by that performance. This next single. This is actually one of the first 45s I ever purchased. Oh, really? Yep. This is from 1977. I'm going to call this Super Sounds of the 70s, which I know you do not care for. I don't care for anything. I'm really... What do you mean you don't I'm care for anything? I'm the worst person on, for, to co-host this show with you. The worst... Why do not you ask so much me? Co- you're more of a guest. I'm a guest. That's what I meant. All right. Here we go. Okay. Super, Super Sounds of the 70s. 70s. Pat Francis Collection, 1977. Did you know it yet? If you were playing Name That Tune, David Fastini already would have known it. Like, you know, <laughs> second. Oh, yeah. Yep. I thought it was earlier. 1977 is what the sticker says. I like I liked that when I was a kid. But I thought I was younger. But as an adult, you don't like it? Um, so as a kid, you like the song that says, Make Sweet Love to Me. <laughs> you don't listen to that stuff when you're a kid. You know, all you hear is Undercover Angel, Angel, which just seems really cool. Alan O'Day. I like huh. it. Now look, you know, I'm not like... Uh, I have no set list. I'm just, I'm literally just leafing through and pulling stuff out. I am watching you do that. Yes. All right, here what, we go. What you got? Uh, this is a band called Doug and the Slugs. And what does he say here? It's hard Doug, to, it's hard Doug to read. Doug and the Slugs. It's hard to read his writing. It's kind of sloppy. 
Well, he again. He hand wrote this. You should take pictures of these notes too. It's I will. ridiculous. I will. I don't want to. He wrote some sexy stuff, and oh, I don't did want he? people to see that. Did he? Uh, I said Doug and the Slugs, and the songs are any day now. And then the other side is uh, it's a powerful thing. He said I've always thought of them as kind of Canadian, of kind of uh, kind of a Canadian Huey Lewis in the news. All right. So I guess I'll play I'll play any day now. Okay. Doug in the slugs. Doug in the slugs, any day now. You you Lewis in the news, Doug in the slugs. Any day now. Any day. Yeah, it's generic pussy rock like Yuri Lewis for sure. Rock. Come on. That's like a hot time baby hit like a hammer. Lewis has a song where he says hit me like a hammer. Yeah, he's stealing. Or is Huey Lewis stealing from him? That's what I meant. He's stealing Huey Lewis is stealing. That's way better than Huey Lewis. So you think? I think it might be better than Huey Lewis. So do you think that Huey? Didn't Huey Lewis steal something else? Or am I getting that confused? Um, yeah, it's uh, no. The Ghostbusters theme uh-huh. sounds way similar to "I Want a New Drug," and so they sued, and I think they won that. Oh, suit. so somebody stole from him? Yes. Got it. Got yes. it. Got it. All right, this, uh, this, is, this is a band everyone knows, and uh, this is the song you wanted me to play. This is from 1987, In Excess, a band from Down Under, produced by Chris Thomas. And uh, do you like In Excess? What do you think about In Excess? I, I think, I don't, I don't, I never know until I hear the song. <laughs> I know, I'm not, it's lame. It's okay. I don't even know what I was listening to. In 1987? Yeah, I mean, I just... Eighty-seven. I think I was in college, and so. Oh, that's right. I remember in college you weren't allowed to listen. No, I was listening to the Talking Heads, and I was listening to Aretha Franklin. That's good. Great. That's great stuff. So I, the stuff that was popular. Well, Talking Heads were popular, but but the stuff that you know was more pop and stuff. I'd go, oh, I like that, but I never had any idea what I was really listening to or who it was. That's okay. You know, that's a lot of people are like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You don't. You don't have to be fanatical like me and everyone listening. Could you imagine if we were both like you? <laughs> um. I, yeah. I, I'm okay that we're different. <laughs> All right. It'd be a lot of, a lot of music and a lot of stuff. And... A lot of foreigner. Streets are blue. That chill divine Some silken moment Goes on forever 
Like it? I do. Michael Hutchins, Rock and Peace. Yeah. Mystify me. I need perfection. Some Did someone do a cover of this with with harmonies and stuff? Mm, possibly. Or maybe it's just this song you're thinking of. Maybe later on it gets harmony ish. Probably. I like all harmony songs. I'm a sucker. Can we do a podcast that's only like harmony stuff? <laughs> Are you, if you pick all the songs. No, no. But then you could pick the songs too that have great harmonies. In them. <sighs> that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> but I, this isn't a lot of work. No, I just Everything. reach in the box and I pull out something. It's like a trick or treat. Now, did he or go, where I grew up, Halloweening was, is what my mom calls it. Did he go in order of like, is this sequential? Is This, this is in alphabetical order. Oh, alphabetical. Yeah. Ah. It's always the way to go. That okay. way I could find it easier. All right. But you're still going all over. Oh, I see. So if you pick this out. I'm just reaching in and pulling something out, and then I find it on the list, and I give a little note. Oh. I saw an now, REM song in there. Okay. I'll play, I'll, let okay. Me, let me find it. All right. All right. Now, this is a song I know you don't like. Uh, I really feel like you don't like it. hate me who listens, because it's like, How do you Pilar, know other people don't like the song? You don't, there might like, be other people you don't that, like this. You don't like this either, do you, Pilar? You know, I'm, I'm like that mm, buzzkill of of. I'm sure solid. there's other people that don't like this song also. Okay. This song is written by Todd Rundgren, who I think you're not a big fan of. No, I don't know if I am. I love Todd. Sure, he's huge. He's really, like, he's an artist. Okay, so this <laughs> is from the 70s. That's good, good description. This is from the 70s. Written by Todd Rundgren, uh, originally recorded with his band Utopia. And then these these two guys, England Dan and John Ford Coley. Okay. Recorded it. All right. So let's hear it. What is it? What is it? What's, this, what's the title? Uh, I'm not going to tell you the title. Not going to tell me? No. Will it be in the song? Will the title be in the song? It will be in the song. Okay. clarinet? I don't know. I don't know either. It's exactly that kind of Muzaki 70s soft sound that drives me to drink, okay? That's like, <laughs> no, I never like it, right? But then it'll come on, like now, right. and I find myself just belting out to it. What does that say? Like, I, you know... It says that, you, it says that when you were growing up, mm-hmm. uh, 
you wanted to be you wanted to be liked by the cool kids, <laughs> and therefore, if there was something like this that you liked, you would you would push it to the side and you wouldn't admit that you liked it. No, this never really even came up with like it just you know it was something that would be on like AM radio. You when asked I was... me to you asked me to do a oh, hold on a second. No, I just there's something about that song uh-huh. the sound that. Well, you asked me to do a therapy session, and I diagnosed what the what <laughs> what the deal is. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's just it, it's hard not to sing along to those songs, even though I think they're they're kind of bad. But that's, it's Todd Rundgren who's supposed to be amazing. So how yeah. am I? What do I know? Yeah, I mean that's a very straightforward cover. I mean, mm-hmm. it almost sounds like Todd at the beginning, but they do a good. They you know they do a nice straightforward cover. I got that REM thing right here. Okay, what is it? He says REM, another bizarre B side called Memphis Train Blues. What's on the A side? It's so far from what you would expect, especially. When the other side is stand. Oh, so great. So which one do you want to hear? Well, I love, I love REM and I love stand, but everybody knows what that is. So let's hear what the, what the B side is. Memphis Train Blues. Okay. Okay. I have no idea what we're going to get here, honey. Now, what year was I listening to REM since I do like them? (laughs) I thought it was nineties. This is 89. So yeah. Yeah. artist is influenced by the blues and every artist has some kind of like 12 bars 12 bar blues kind of song right in in their mix right at some point so they threw this on as a b-side yeah exactly exactly that's them two for tuesday everybody makes you feel happy yeah yeah rem i just always loved them i think the first first my first introduction to rem was uh i'm sorry or is it just sorry i don't know but i'm sorry yeah. south central oh what's it called south central rain and i, I remember i i at me you can at me the first time i ever saw that saw michael stipes singing that yeah um, it's when he had all of his hair, lots of hair, 
And um, it was on a TV show. And I don't remember what it was. Like, I think it was a music TV show. And I remember going, what's that? Who's that? What is he singing? What? What? Like, I remember just like <laughs> stopping everything and like, like kind of slack jawed. Like, what is this sound I'm hearing? You know, is that and foreigner? I had one of those moments where mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. This is the best. So in this box, uh-huh. I found another one of the first 45s I ever purchased. What? This. What is it? I'm not going to tell you. You okay. know it. All right. This is from 1976. The label, it's uh, the Rocket Record Company, which I think is Elton John's burping label at the time. It creeped me out. See how there's a train on it? Yeah. And it says Rocket on the side of the train. It almost looks like Thomas the Tank Engine, but like a like a mean Thomas the Tank Engine. Ooh. And I never understood it because it's a train. It's like an old-fashioned train, but then the, the record company is called Rocket, the Rocket Record Company. Maybe that's supposed to be a rocket, and we're just looking at no, it like it's, it's a, a train. train. It's, it's, it's a, a good train poorly track. drawn rocket. That looks like a train. But look, the label had logo problems. I'm not going to lie to you. You'll know this song, though. Okay. I think you'll like this. All right. Lots of crackling. Yeah. Rice Krispies. I've had nothing but bad luck Since the day I saw the cat at my door So I came into you, sweet lady you know yet? Come on, you know it. It's Cliff Richard. Same cat with them some cowbell in there too like (laughs) (laughs) and this was this was also one of the first that you bought yes so how old were you um 1976 1976 i was uh i was uh 12 years old yeah 12 and you're like I want a devil woman. I like the devil woman. I want her to get me from behind. No. No? What, no. <laughs> the devil woman doesn't take me from behind when I'm 12. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, you about? know, you're 12. So that's what you want when you're 12. You're not going to get it. You're not going to even get it, you know, no, for, you just said the for devil, like 10 years. The devil woman is taking me from that's behind. That's what she says. <laughs> She's going to get you from behind. She's going to kill you. Oh. She's the devil woman. It's not a sex song. <laughs> The hell? <laughs> Glad the kids aren't on here. <laughs> the heck? Just uh, the one. <laughs> what did uh, what did Travis say about this song? He said, "Nice to revisit old friends." That's what he said. So he likes. He just meant it's a nice old song. <laughs> like the first forty-five I ever bought in nineteen seventy-six mm-hmm. was uh, "Your Smiling Face" by James Taylor. Oh, a song that I still love to this day. It comes on. I love it. Oh, I love it. All right, I'm going to play another song that you'll know. Okay. I think you like this one. All right. Did you like Devil Woman? Well, I, You is, didn't understand it, it. In its day, I definitely you liked it. You certainly didn't understand what was going on with that song. <laughs> okay. Okay. This guy, I have this guy's autograph. I got it at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in, induction. Oh. 
Steve Miller. He has a band called the Steve Miller Band. That takes me right back to the YMCA dances. Aww. Yeah. Wow, you just sounded 100. The YMCA dances. Yeah. They'd, have, they'd have a dance every Saturday night at the YMCA. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to sound 100 now. Ready? I didn't go to these dances, but in my hometown, there used to be these, these dances hosted by the Sons of Italy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, it's probably the same thing. DJ, same kids thing. dance. It was supposed to like get the kids off the street. Wasn't it school? So they they didn't social distance you when you were, it was a slow dance, <laughs> right? Well, no, at at school nobody social distanced. At the school dances either. I don't know why there was a lot of heavy stuff, heavy making out going on. Even yeah, in junior in, high in school. In the bleachers. In then we were the the YMCA was right by the. Uh, Right by the uh, ball field. So you'd go over to the dugout and make out. Yeah. Make out, dugout. Do you, you know, it's so weird. Now, this is just us probably through our lens right now. I have such a hard time imagining like Rita and her friends. I know. Lock the doors. You know, it's just, it doesn't, they're all. Definitely not doing what we were doing. Or or they just have us so fooled. They have have to have us just so fooled. We know where they're at 24-7. Well, we do. This is true. Well, right now, for the past of three months, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what was the the B side for that? Can you read that? You don't have your glasses oh, on. Oh, it's me. I can't read anything, Honey Bear. Uh, <laughs> I I I didn't hear any of that because you called me Honey Bear, and that was sweet. Yeah, the uh, yeah the B side of Rockin' Me is Shudada Duma. And what does uh, Travis Hoffman say about that? He says, the 45 shows how the hits don't always show the whole artist's style. And I didn't play the other side, so I'll just take his word for it. Mm. All right. Now, he's from Canada. So he sent me, there's a lot of Canadian artists in here, so I want to play a few. Yeah. This is, uh, this is April Wine. And this is a song I don't think I know. Let me go to the, the list I'm looking at. It's a two-page list, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Two pages. Yes. Okay. Let me look. Oh, I got to find Yeah, there you go. All it's right. just a show April that it's Wine, real. Uh, beloved Canadian rockers, Before the Dawn is one nice, hard, Rush-esque rocker. All right, so we will play. Uh, let me see. What, what year? Before the Dawn. The year on this is 1979. It's from, uh, you want to know what the album title's called? What? Harder, Faster. <laughs> That's subtle. There's nothing subtle (laughs) about rock and roll. (laughs) Before the dawn from Harder, Faster.
That's what the devil woman says. And she, yeah, she, gets she takes you from behind. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think I know this one. I bet Steve Kelsey, the all-night animal, played this when I was a teenager. WFBG. Wow. Steve Kelsey, the all-night animal. Wow. What's her name? Get it right. Sunshine in the night, making everything worthwhile. You know I need your love, pretty lady. Pretty lady. You're my lady. But do you love me? Before the Dawn. You know what? Yeah. Tomorrow, my album of the day, because we do that on Twitter. Yeah. For 2020. Uh, yeah. My album of the day is going to be Harder Faster. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I have this album. Oh, do you? I do have this album. Oh, really? Yeah. So wait a minute. So you know the Canadian band? I know the band. I, uh, here's what I do. Okay. What do you do? Uh, sometimes what I'll do is they sell these, these little box sets on uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Which will have like five or six CDs in them, right? So if I like, if I want to get into a band, I'll go. Oh, I want to, I want to hear some of these April Wine albums. Mm-hmm. So I'll buy one of those box sets. It might cost twenty five or thirty bucks. I load all the music into my iTunes, then I sell the box set on eBay for almost the same price that I paid for it. Okay. And then sometimes I'll burn through all the albums because I'm doing that with Super Tramp right now. And and sometimes I won't get to all of them. And I, I didn't I didn't listen to Harder Faster. Okay. So. Now That'll I will. That'll be your album tomorrow. That'll be my album. Very uh, Father's Day appropriate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I want, no, I want, I want Father's Day to go slow and easy. Can, can I, okay. So I what do you got? actually what do you got for said me? to the kids, uh-huh. you know what would be a great Father's Day present and you don't have to <laughs> buy anything, just put in a card, you know, this, this entitles you to you know, ask me to be on the podcast. Oh, that would be fantastic. To be a podcast Did they do it? Guest. Did they do it? They, even as a free Father's Day present, they, they want were to like, do it? yeah, I don't want to do that. I tell people like, that they on. like, uh, once they sit down at the mic, they enjoy it. They do. But uh, getting them here is difficult. Rita did say she wants to do um, Rita's Playlist Part 2. She said she added all these songs and all right. she wants to do them. And she was the, very excited about look, that idea. The people loved uh, Rita's playlist. So yeah. why wouldn't we do part she two? She has really good taste. She has a pretty good taste in music. Yeah. Yeah. And what is she? Uh, and she eats ice cream every day. Oh my God. She eats ice cream every day. <laughs> like we, I secretly, we've been ordering all the groceries in. We haven't been in the grocery store. We don't go to the grocery store. We order it in. And, uh, and every, I, get, I order ice cream in for like a treat and I hide it in the refrigerator in the garage. But sure enough, as soon as it arrives, like that night, Rita would go, 
do we have any ice cream? And I'm like, mm. there you go. And then I go, I go, huh? <laughs> yeah. Go, do we have any ice cream? And I'll go, hold on a second. And then I go in, I, then I find you. you and have I to go, ask me. And I go, Rita wants ice cream. What should we do? And you're like, just give it to her. <laughs> just give it to her. That's, that's, that's been my motto ever since the lockdown. Yeah, yes, whatever just they get want. Whatever, sure. whatever they want. No problem. Are they going to leave us alone? The world yes. is ending. Just enjoy it while you can. Whatever gets you through the night. See? Oh, hey, you brought there it around. There you go. All right. Now, this is Def Leppard. Uh, Armageddon it is on side A, but then on side B, it's a song called Release Me, and it's credited to Stumpus, Maximus, and the good old boys. And I believe that's what Travis wants us to play. Because we don't have to hear Armageddon it. What do we want? Strip club? Uh, the Stumpus Maximus B-side is one of my favorite Nobody Cares, So Let's Go Nuts B-sides ever. Amazingly, incredibly horrendous, but stupefying. Ooh. I think that's what it it's says. It's stupefyingly horrendous? I think. I think I'm reading his words, right? Isn't Stumpus Maximus an oxymoron? I don't know. In what think way? about it. Well, you got a Stumpus. Yeah. But so it's not the Maximus because it's only a Stumpus. I'm really just here for the good old boys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. I have no idea what we're going to hear. Okay, all right. It's stupefyingly good. Or oh, it's that they're actually singing that song. I guess it. version of that song. It's terrible. It's like, it's like a, a drunken karaoke version. I don't like it. You gotta appreciate the gusto. Oh, I can't wait to get it off the turntable. Oh, Pat. Well. Like if I was the 50s DJ that breaks a record, like when they break it, when they don't like it, this oh, would be the one. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. But I, he said you, you're not going to like it. He said it was stupefyingly... Yeah. Horrendous? Horrendous. He was right, right on yeah. the money. But, you know, sometimes like when people just commit, now this you I still got to love it. This I can't agree with him on. Okay. I got a Rolling Stones single here. Uh-oh. And he says, I, I got it, Travis, I don't agree. He says, I enjoy Fancy Man Blues, which is the B-side to the single. Okay. I enjoy Fancy Man Blues more than most of the songs on Steel Wheels. And I love the album Steel Wheels. Hard for me to say, say it. Steel Wheels? Very nice. Okay. And I, I cannot not play the A-side. Oh, come on. But people have heard Rolling Stones podcast. I can't. For, I got to play this A-side. Have they ever heard this B-side? Come on, Pat. I got to play Give this A-side. Give them something they haven't heard. What, what's, what's the A-side? I'm going to play it. Oh, Pat. And then I'll play the B-side. You know. All right. This is one of my favorites. Go for 
right. That's an awesome song. You are correct. I was treated, rock, loss, rock solid listeners, I was treated to Pat's um, Mick Jagger impression. How which was it? I did not even know you had one. What do you think of that? All of these years together <laughs> and you do Mick Jagger. What do you think? I, I wish yeah. I had my phone to record you. <laughs> it was, it was. It might never happen it again. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> she did her jaw dropped. Yes. Hysterical. Uh, okay. Fancy man blues. Okay. Fancy man blues. Number, number. See, I'm just repeating things you say because I'm supposed to do that when you're away from the mic. There you go. Ooh. Bluesy. See what I mean? They all have, they all have a song like that. That's true. Yeah. So there's something Which about, one did you like better? Oh, the first one that you played for sure. To, but something about like. There's something about real blues as right, opposed to. Exactly. White guy blues. White guy blues. <laughs> Just, you know, yeah. You know, we, again, the influences are there and he's, they've said that so many yeah. times and that's great. And it turned into, you know, the Rolling Stones sound, but yeah, let, let the classic blues artists cover, do their job. Uh, this next single, I love what Travis wrote because I, I 100% agree with it, what you wrote. So I, I think I should play it first and then I'll read what he wrote. I'm not going to say what it is or anything. Okay. okay. This is kind of like name that tune because you're bit. just always sort of playing it and then revealing it. So people are like, I know that. There's no rhyme. Re- oh, there's a friend of the show, Kenny Aronoff on drums. John Mellencamp. Okay. And he wrote, whenever I hear Mellencamp being too serious about himself, I like to remember he wrote a song called Rudy Toot Toot. (laughs) (laughs) And there's some, there's some questionable rhymes there. Rudy Toot Toot, had it made in the shade like a ball through a hoop? 
That doesn't rhyme. That does not rhyme. I mean, he's just singing whatever. Teddy Joe had a picnic side of the road. It's just like he just wanted an excuse. The music's to say good. Rudy Toot Toot. Yeah, he just did. No one say Rudy Toot Toot. What are you, what are you an asshole? <laughs> Who says Rudy Toot Toot? <laughs> You just don't like John Mellencamp. I do like the thing is I do like John Mellencamp, but but I don't like John Mellencamp. Right, right. So can you educate me a second? John Mellencamp, John Cougar, Mellencamp, John Cougar. Who's the most likable of those three people who are the same? You would think John Mellencamp was the most likable because he finally got to record under his real name. Uh huh. He started out. He was little Johnny Cougar. Oh. Then he was Johnny Cougar. Uh-huh. Then he was John Cougar. Uh-huh. Then he eased us into it. He was John Cougar Mellencamp. Okay. And then and then he did. He got so successful. He said, I'm not being, I'm not using Cougar anymore. Because his ma- a manager at the time gave him that. You're going to be Johnny Cougar. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you're young and you want yeah. a record deal, you go, okay, I'll be whoever you want me to be. I'll be John Rudy Toot Toot if you want me to. Right. So you would think John Mellencamp would have been the most you know, easygoing of the, of all, but. But by that time he was all bitter. I just think he's not, I don't know. I just think he's got problems. He's not Springsteen. And so that's always going to haunt him. I guess so. (laughs) Okay. Now I'm not going to play the B side, but you said about when you said, I forget what song you said. Oh, that's subtle. This is white snake, which is (laughs) not subtle. The B side is slow poke music. Okay. All right. Okay. Slow. Oh, poke. Slow poke music. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. But I will play the A-side because I do love this song. This is from the album Slip of the Tongue. This is actually a song. They actually re-recorded their own song. And this came out in, I believe, I can't, no date on, on 89, 89. Slip of the Tongue, I also would imagine it's not the most subtle, right? Well, that's the, yes. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't This know. song is called Fool for Your Lovin'. Fool for your loving. See me repeating stuff while it's Pat turns to the turntable. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not ashamed to say I love this song. This is right in your wheelhouse of what you love. Oh, boy. I'll find one you like next. I was born on the bad side. Left out in the cold I'm a lonely man who knows Just what it means to lose control I only have one song left in me. Holy crap. You have, you did it. I killed you. With White Snake. That's friend of the show, Rudy Sarzo on bass. Hi, friend of the show, Rudy Sarzo. I'm sorry, I still have to go. Sorry. You said one more. One more, right. Um, I don't know how you feel about this next artist. I'm not sure if <laughs> it's you... It's always like, I don't think you like this. Well... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this is, um, 
It's a female artist. Okay. Oh, by the way, he said for the for that White Snake song, he said, "What's rock solid without a little White Snake?" There you go. I agree. That's right. That's right. All right. This is definitely a song you know. I just don't know how you feel about this artist. Okay. All it's right. written by Bruce Springsteen. Hmm. Interesting. But for somebody else. Um, he has a version of it too. I think he has a. I think his version is a B side. But this was this was the bigger version. This. Well, I'm curious. Why don't you just tell me who it is? I just want to play it. Maybe oh, it's okay. a surprise. All right. Okay. Surprises. Wait, stop. We're good. No, get, get, get the back. Fuck out of here. <laughs> now, right now, it doesn't seem like a Bruce Springsteen song. No. I love so much. Uh, I know. I don't really like this song. I mean, this version. Oh, are you kidding me? I love this song. Natalie I Cole. I love this song. I used What's to sing called? this song. Pink Cadillac. All right. And who doesn't love Natalie Cole? I, did, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I could do without the the sound yeah, effects. Yeah, that's but, really cheesy. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, you know, Natalie Cole, right? She's great. I think at one point the reason that you're asking me whether I liked her, yeah. is because one Christmas again, Pat got in a loop. <laughs> what, what what were they doing? So it was the Natalie Cole duets Christmas. No, thing. I never played that. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not a Natalie Cole fan. I I like Nat King Cole's. Uh, Classic, the Christmas album. Then how did this come up? Because I, I could have sworn you wore me down with that. Or no. maybe I just don't like that particular duets album of her singing with some. No, I don't have that album. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan. I don't know. I don't know. So I, I apologize. But no, I, I like I'm glad uh, you like it. I, I do. I like the I like Bruce Springsteen's version, too. Yeah, because he's, just, he's got seat, like. Riding in the back. Yeah, it just, it's kind of. Why you may think I'm fooling <laughs> for the foolish thing to it's do. It's not as good as your Mick Jagger. Sorry. Your Mick Jagger. You may want. Your, Ma- your Mick this Jagger. It's amazing, right? It was ridiculous. Just out of, out of nowhere. Suddenly. I'm a guy that can do an impression once. It's. I'm glad I live to see it. No one else is ever going to see it. Right. I've, it's special. I did it for that. I did. I actually did that for my Saturday Night Live audition, but it didn't help. What? It did not help. Did you audition for Saturday Night Live? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I would I believe it. I would have done it. Yeah. 
All right. So you're done. I think I am. I'm All right. sorry. I'm only going to play a few more because we're at uh, we're at an hour and twenty six minutes. Okay. Thank you for including me on another one of your bonus episodes. Who are you sending in, Fila? Uh, it's the only person that likes me. <laughs> Everybody loves you, honey. Hmm. They do. Happy Father's Day. Thanks. You are only the best Thanks. father ever. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, I mean, people hear you talk about your kids and they know how much you adore them. But take it from me, Pat does every single thing for them. He He's driving them around. He's cleaning up after them. They're never going to survive in the real world because of Pat. Yeah, he that, is that is, I, the, I, I've set them up for failure. You have. He is the very best dad in the whole wide world, now, and, and we're all lucky to have Tomorrow him. when I go on Facebook, I'm going to read a bunch of posts about uh, that every dad's the best dad. Yeah, but they're wrong. Well, ours is. There you go. Well, yeah. I got to agree. Yeah. Love you, honey. Love you, too. Bye. Happy Father's Day to some of our rock-solid dads. That's um, right. Murray Valariano, David yeah. Wilde, uh, Alexi Lawless. Could be Mike Siegel. <laughs> You think Mike Siegel has children? I think he has children all over the world. That's what I think. You think he has children? It's going to be one of those movies where like 75 kids show up? All that traveling. All the, and, and from what I've seen, from just the brief moments of us being in other countries, there was always a pretty girl. He, well, I mean, if you're going to travel and you're single and you're a dude and you like girls, then you're going to hang out with girls. He's populated the planet. That's, that's <laughs> what my... That's this my is theory. something that uh, you know. The next time he's on, I'm going to ask him if there was ever, uh, if he, if he ever, you know, if there was ever uh, a close call. No, that's, that's a gross. No, why? Don't. Why can't I ask no. him? No, no, I can joke. You can't joke. No, Mm-mm. he's my no. friend. Yeah, but that's gross. That's like close call. Do you ever think you had someone pregnant, Mike? Oh. I, I, I. P U. It's a seagull <laughs> stinkeroo. <laughs> All right. Bye. Uh, turn your headphones off, please. Or else they'll hum. Don't hang them on the microphone. A lot of, I have a lot of rules. Okay, I'm turning your mic down. Now, this is when the show, I say this every time, this is when the show takes a dip in quality. But I can play some of the songs that you wouldn't, that I don't think you'd like. I can play slow poke music. <laughs> okay, thank you, honey. Thank you. All right, I'm going to go with, uh, oh, what did he say about, the, what did he say about Natalie Cole? I got to read his notes. He wrote them. Uh, illegibly, that wasn't a word. Uh, love pink Cadillac. And what do he say? I want to be. Uh, I can't read that part. I'm sorry, Travis. I'm sorry. Get out. Get a word document, Travis. Type it up. All right, another band from up north. Our neighbors to the north, Glass Tiger. It's the same song on both sides. Uh, lush Canadian pop Ooh, in French and English. Well, well, oh yeah. The song is called Diamond Sun. I'm going to play the, uh, I'm going to play the French version. Cause you know, I like, uh, I like when artists sing in another language. This is co-written with Jim Valance. Produced by Jim Valance. 1988. Okay, let's do it. Diamond Sun. Drop the needle.
All right, I can't even give you a rating of that song because it was sung in a language that I don't understand. And that's where I stand on this. I, I don't know. I don't know if that was good or not. It's actually a 45 in this box that I hate both songs. I hate both of these songs. And it's a band that I love. Van Halen. It's the Sammy Hagar era from the album OU812, which I hate that title. I don't like this album. It has, has a couple songs I like, but I do not like this album, OU812. It doesn't have a producer. Even the sticker on this says, written and performed by Eddie, Alex, Sammy, Mike. And then it says, recorded by Don Landy. But there's, there's, never, there's not really a producer here. It's, I guess they, there's no producer credit. They just did it on their own. But man, do I... Black and Blue, which is on the album. It was a sing, it's the single I'm holding in my hand. I hate it. I hate that song. And then the flip side is a, a Little Feet cover written by Lowe George. A, a Political Blues. It's hard to say. A, a, a Political Blues. I hate it. And that's, a, that's an unreleased B. I think it's on the CD, not on the album. Man, I'm not playing anything off that. I'm sorry. I can't. All right. There is a... Here, now, here's another Canadian band. Trooper. What do we got? What does he have written about Trooper? I know they do that. Raise a little hell, raise a little hell, raise a little hell. Okay, Trooper. Uh, it's a lie. Not actually live. Still a fun, deeper cut. So let me see. There's a song called Live from the Moon. Is that what he wants me to play? I guess so. All right. I don't know either one of these songs. The Moment That It Takes, produced by Randy Bachman. That's cool. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. All right, here we go. Trooper, Live from the Moon. I'm going to cue this up. I no longer have a, 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 a guest to chat. Here we go. Basically, I'm just a crazy guy in the living room now. I'm talking to myself. I'm yelling. That part there. All right, that's not what I expected that song to sound like, but I like that a lot. Live from the moon, Trooper. Cool. All right, here's where the talking get, goes to a minimum because I'm going to reach over here and 
take this album, it's not an album, take this single off the, the platter. I gotta tell you, the vinyl sounds much better through headphones than when I'm listening to vinyl just in the room through the speakers. Maybe I gotta separate the speakers, get them farther apart in the room. It's very difficult to figure out the, you know, the exact uh, listening uh, format. I don't know what I'm saying. No, this makes sense. All right. This is a song called uh, Call It Love. It's by Poco. It's a song I like. Let's see what we have here. Poco, Call It Love was a change, but I've enjoyed all uh, incarnations of this band. Yes, this incarnation was very poppy. Poco has a ton of albums of songs you've never heard. And um, according, to, according to Travis, uh, he likes it all. I haven't, I haven't heard much. Uh, I, I think I like like five Poco songs. And that's it. But this is one of them. So I'm going to cue it up. Poco song. I like that a lot. Good, good, good. I'm glad that was in the box. Cool. Again, in case I forget, Travis Hoffman, this is very nice of you to do this. Travis Hoffman from Saskatoon. Also, he said he was going to mail these out, and they were here in like two days. And I've been trying to mail some prizes to Canada from here. And I, I can't do it, so I don't know what uh, I don't know what trick Travis had, but he he got these to me very quickly, so I appreciate it. All right, uh, we got a Cindy Lauper song. Got uh, I'm gonna play two more, and then I'm gonna play Vixen as the play out, and that'll be the show. Hope everyone had a great Father's Day yesterday, even though at the time of the record it's tomorrow. I just didn't want to do this on Father's Day. I want to. I've, I've been told that I'll be able to just uh, sit and watch some uh, Hammer horror movies. So that's what I'm going to do. I hear that. I hear music bleeding in from the other room. Uh, so I'm going to watch The Devil Rides Out. Then I might watch uh, not a Hammer movie, but I might, I might go uh, Escape from New York, Escape from L.A. 
I might do a, I might do a double feature. That's what I'm going to do. And then also try to get in my, uh, my 10,000 steps. And that's going to be my day. That's going to be it. Cindy Lauper. I love the B side. Maybe he'll know, uh, bit of a throwback and fun. Well, I like the A side, which is I drive all night. And I have a version of that by, um, by Roy Orbison. And I have a version of that by John Waite. And I love Cindy Lauper's version, but I'll go with maybe he'll know. This was written by Cindy Lauper. And I think his name's John Turi, produced by Lauper and Lenny Petzi. I think from 89. Now every, uh, every 45 has been sticking on to the 45 adapter. So it's like, I got to pull it off and then punch it through with my thumb and then put it back on. It's a process. It's a process. started to fade it down and a really cool part came up. I lied. I'm going to play a couple more because uh, I, I want to feature some more Canadian music. And in his notes, Travis wrote about Red Rider. He just said solid Canadian rock. This is actually credited to Tom Cochran and Red Rider. I've said before, once they put the lead singer's name in uh, you know, give it top billing, like Patti Smythe and Scandal. It's it's all over for the band. That's how I feel. The next thing is there's no Red Rider. It's just Tom Cochran. I don't know if that's what happened, but I'm assuming. This song is from 1988. It's called Big League. Never heard it. It's an edited version. Produced by Don Gaiman, who also did the production on the... Rudy Toot Toot by John Mellencamp. I think Don Gaiman produced Stand also by R.E.M. I'll, I'll check that out while this plays. But again, Tom Cochran and Red Rider from Canada. It's going to be big league. And rock solid. Let me cue it up. Got to be an easier way to do this. You see, look, look right now I had to stop because what I have to do, hear that? That's me squeezing the adapter into the 45. 
because it's so it's really really like tight like it's not just slipping right over it like you would think it would all right now we're ready Big League, coming up. When he was a kid, he'd be up at five. Take shots to late and make the thing dry. Out of the school and back on. That was his life He was gonna play We could play that back to back with center field, a couple of songs about sports. Wonder if that's a topic. Are there enough songs about sports? Alexi Lawless, do you know songs about sports? Let me know. Also, anyone tuning in on a Monday, if you've never heard Rock Solid before and you're tuning on in on a Monday, please know that these are bonus episodes. It's a little more, you know, rough around the edges. It's a little more loosey-goosey. Uh, Thursday episodes are, uh, I'm not going to say they're better. I'm not going to say it's a better show. I'm just going to say, you know, maybe I take it more seriously. These are bonus episodes. Uh, extra content during the, uh, the lockdown. This is very loosey-goosey with me back and forth to the mic. It's nutty. Uh, Scott Litt produced uh, the REM song, not Don Gaiman, although I know Don Gaiman. Uh, produce many REM albums. Okay, so I'm pulling uh, pulling this uh, single off. Here's what I'm going to do now. I'm going to I'm going to actually insert as I talk. I'm going to insert the uh, the 45 adapter into the single. Here you can hear it. The 45 adapter that comes with my uh, turntable is like a big thick metal thing. Also, I have to give a shout out to U-Turn for the uh, the turntable. It's an Orbit turntable. It's blue. And uh, they uh, gifted it to the show for episodes like this. So give them a shout out. It's a fine turntable. I love it. Uh, if, you, if you don't want to use a receiver and uh, speakers, you can buy those bookshelf speakers. And the turntable will plug directly into those. And the turntable has its own preamp, which is cool, which allows you to do that. All right, 
I don't have to give them a commercial. I just did it. All right, we're going to play some Billy Idol. Here's what Travis says about this song. He says, uh, Hot in the City is probably my favorite Idol single, which I've never heard on the radio. It's incomprehensible, is what he says. Flipside's good, too. Flipside's one of my favorites. Catch My Fall. If I should stumble, catch my fall. I need like a, I need like an intern with a boom mic when I do this so they could follow me around. If anyone's interested in doing that, let me know. Maybe West Anthony, would you want to do that? Buy you lunch? All right, here we go. Hot in the city. It is a good tune. Tried to get Billy Idol on the show many times, and uh, just uh, people just say he does not want to be. He doesn't like interviews. Doesn't want to do it. I said, listen to some of my episodes. Maybe I think he'd enjoy it. I think he'd have fun. Nope, doesn't. Nope, doesn't want to do an interview. All right, that's fine. You can stay at home and sneer. I keep thinking I'm going to wrap this up. And I glance down at Travis's notes. And uh, so, okay, this will be the last, this next song will be the last one. And then we'll do uh, Vixen as the play out. But this is, this just, this just caught my eye. I read the notes and I had to, it's an Eddie Rabbit song. And all Travis wrote was Eddie Rabbit. And then he wrote Disco Rabbit, exclamation point. And the song is called Gone Too Far. So. If this is truly Eddie Rabbit dipping his rabbit's foot into some disco, I feel like we got to hear this. 1979, Electro Records, written by Even Stevens, Eddie Rabbit, and Dave Malloy. Let me tell you something. If a guy tells me his name is Even Stevens, we're, we're through. I don't fucking like that at all. Even Stevens? No. No, thank you. All right. Now, the song is called Gone Too Far. Travis says it's Disco Eddie Rabbit. Let's actually find out if Eddie Rabbit went too far. That's a dad joke. Father's Day tomorrow. 
too disco-y to me, and I kind of enjoyed it. Other than the guy that co-wrote it, even Stevens, I liked it. I liked, I liked the Eddie Rabbit. I enjoy A Rainy Night, and I like that song. All right. Let me, let me get this last one queued up. Again, this is going to be Vixen. Well, what did his notes say again? Travis from Saskatoon, thank you so much for programming the show today. Uh, he says song cruising is a pretty good second song is what he said, which would be the B side. So I'm going to cue that up. Let's chat a little bit. You can go to rocksolidpodcast.com. All things about the show. We have a brand new kiss inspired logo. It's like the kiss army logo. It says the rock solid army. And uh, a bunch of people have bought those. Tom Neuerberg has one. And uh, Daryl Asher has one. And they look real cool. So, again, go to rocksolidpodcast.com. There'll be a link to buy T-shirts. Um, follow us on Twitter, at Rock Solid Show. You can follow Kyle at kyle.sonfunny. You can finally zoom in and do a Kyle episode with Courtney Cronin this week. That'll drop in a little bit. Supposed to record a social distancing episode here at the house uh, a week from tomorrow with Christy Stratton. She's my tech expert, and we're going to go through the ZZ Top catalog. So hopefully that'll happen. She promised. Come on, Christy. Uh... Since the Dennis DeYoung episode, I've reached out to a bunch of other people that, um, you know, would, told me, you know, you know, oh, and I don't know if we can do it or we can get to the office or whatever. So I've reached out to those people because I figured maybe they'll do it, you know, over Zoom. It's not the way I, my preferred way of doing it. I like to be in the room. But the Dennis DeYoung episode was fun. And uh, I appreciated all the time he gave me. And uh, and he, he seemed to have a good time. He sent me a nice text afterwards, so that was cool. So what else do we got? I guess that's it. I guess that's it. RockSolidPodcast.com. Patreon.com forward slash RockSolidShow. If you, no, forward slash RockSolidPodcast. If you want to support the show. For as little as a dollar. I call that set it and forget it. You don't get anything from it. I might say your name. $2, you can win prizes, and I'm giving prizes away uh, every week. Actually, in conjunction with this episode, 
there's a brand new Nick Lowe um, EP, and I'll be giving away two vinyl copies and three CD copies. So, and it's with uh, it's with Lost Straight Jackets, if I'm saying that correctly. So that just was released a couple weeks ago. I've got two vinyl copies and three CD copies. So that's what I'll be giving away uh, since we played vinyl today. So um, that'll be coming up soon. So, all right, enough talking. Now I'm boring myself. I'm bored. Uh, Vixen. Song is called Cruisin'. Let me tee it up. Dropping the needle. Thank you, Travis Hoffman from Saskatoon. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Stay safe, healthy, and well. Wear your mask, wash your hands, and we'll talk soon. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.